You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. today's episode of The Great Canadian Woman. Today we'll be talking about The Great Canadian Moms. My name is Maureen and you can find me on Instagram at Let's Talk Baby. On my blog I talk about everything relating to motherhood, having two under two, postpartum mental health, and everything to do with being parents. Today I want to talk about my postpartum story And if you're a mom, I want you to think about the time when your baby was born and was placed on your chest I want you to think about the feelings you had. For me, I felt so powerful. I felt so strong. I had all the strength in the world. I didn't need anyone. I felt like I could accomplish anything. It was just the best feeling ever. I felt strong and powerful and unstoppable. I mean, the reality was much different than that. I needed a lot of time to heal and recover. But that moment, it was amazing. It was exhilarating. Unfortunately, these feelings don't last very long. Soon after, we had a room assigned to us, nurses took care of me, and then in a couple of days, I was sent home. When we got home, I had a lot of help. I was lucky enough to have my mom and my mother-in-law who were taking care of the house, making nice meals for me, taking care of my baby. But that was the thing. They were all taking care of my baby. But I felt like there was something missing. I needed someone to take care of me mentally and emotionally. Of course, my husband was there with me, but I needed someone to really put themselves in my shoes and tell me that this is okay and this period will pass. Yes, it's difficult right now, but things will get better and you'll find a new normal. After a few days, a nurse came home to check up on my baby to make sure he was following his growth curves and that he was gaining weight okay and everything was fine and that his jaundice wasn't getting worse. And again, the nurse was there to check up on my baby. Nothing for me. She asked me a couple of questions around depression, anxiety, and she gave me about five to six papers and brochures. And she said, hey, here's some information. You know, there's lactation consultants. There's support groups around town. So have a read, you know. And I'm done with my work here, so I'm going to get going, but you take care of yourself. And that was the only immediate follow-up I got after my son was born. When my son was about six to seven months old, 
I thought back to my postpartum period and I realized that I have a lot of bittersweet memories attached to that. And I was wondering why that's so. Two to three months after I gave birth to my son, I realized that something wasn't right. You know, I always tell people, you are your best advocate. You are your best doctor. If you think something is off and you're not feeling yourself, go get it checked out. Find your answers because doctors can only do so much. So that's what I did. I went and searched for help. When I had my appointment, I was told that everything's fine. You don't have depression, maybe a bit of anxiety, but you know, everything's okay. And again, I was given about five to six papers and I was told, hey, here's some support groups, you know, you should join them. And that was it. I was left to search for my answers on my own. I mean, you're telling someone who's just given birth, who's healing and recovering and going through a very difficult phase emotionally and physically and mentally, and you're giving them papers to read while they barely have time to eat or sleep or shower. I thought that was really absurd. That didn't settle well with me at all. I kept wondering, uh, the internet promised me that being a mom is so blissful and it's such a blessing and everything is just perfect. And I felt like that wasn't right. I wasn't feeling the hashtag blessed mom. I wasn't happy with what was going on. The sleepless nights, the loss of freedom. I kept wondering if I'm the only one who feels like this and everyone around me is doing perfectly. This picture-perfect portrait of Instagram moms does some real damage to the thought process of a new mom. And I would think, where is the bliss that I was promised? I just think back to that time, and I think that for someone who doesn't have the resources or the time or the capabilities to go out and hunt for the support system, it's going to be very difficult. I believe the postpartum phase is the most vulnerable time a woman is going to go through. I mean, you think about it. You are physically exhausted. You're mentally drained. Your hormones are up and down. You're, you're also emotionally unstable. All these things combined make it a very difficult period for any mother to get through the postpartum phase. And then I wonder why our healthcare system doesn't have anything in place for this. I did some research, and according to statcan.gc.ca, in Canada, almost one quarter of mothers who recently gave birth report feelings of consistent with either postpartum depression or anxiety disorder. If we have these statistics, and this is a 2018-2019 study, so it's not even outdated, it's, this is very relevant. If we have these statistics to prove that mental health it takes such a big toll on new moms, why isn't there anything in place from the healthcare system to equip these new moms with a support system? Living in a developed, civilized country, this really, really triggers me. There should be a support system for moms that is by default there for them to provide support during this difficult time. It's not easy going through the postpartum phase. Imagine new moms who don't have support from family or don't have mom friends to open up to. All these feelings and emotions, these can really take a toll on a person's mental health and well-being. If you are a mom, then you know what the postpartum period is like and how difficult it is to get through. The baby blues are so real. And all of this and the events around you can really lead to postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. And I really don't think it's a lot to ask from our healthcare system 
Maybe something like a phone call a few weeks after giving birth. Like a mental health worker calling in to check up and saying, hey, you know, it's been a few weeks since you gave birth and you might not feel the same way you did right after. So how's it going? How's everything? How are you dealing with the baby? Or maybe a social worker, someone who can just call in and check up on you. Someone you can talk to in confidence with without worrying that your partner might be listening or your family is around. Someone that moms can talk to without feeling judged or pressured. So I want to share with you what steps I took to make my postpartum journey a little better and how I was able to overcome a very difficult time that I look back at and I think, wow, there's something needs to be done about this. Maybe someone out there will find this useful and, you know, if you're in your comfort zone and you're scared of getting out of your comfort zone, hopefully this will help you out as well. So I joined a lot of Facebook groups. I was lucky to find moms who I could relate to. And I joined some support groups. I mean, I went to support groups that were 100% in French. And my French is really weak. But I made the effort. And I was definitely anxious going to these support groups. I mean, my biggest worry was finding parking. Something simple as that. Because when you live in Montreal and street parking is your only option. And in the dead of winter, you can be sure it's not going to be easy to find street parking. That was one of my biggest worries. I remember at one one instance, I almost gave up and went home because I went around the block 50 times looking for parking and eventually found it. But it's not even about the parking, you see. It's about the anxiety that comes with having a baby. Hey, what if he cries? What if I can't console him? What if he needs something while I'm driving? Where am I going to stop to feed him? All these thoughts are very real for a new mom. But I tried my best not to think about them. I pushed them away and I got out of my comfort zone and I joined some mom and baby groups. Some I didn't like, so I didn't go back. But some I actually made really good friends at. I remember I even downloaded this one app recommended by a friend. I linked up with some other moms um, and, you know, some didn't reply and that's okay. But I actually made some really good friends from that app. And kids happened to be the same age, so, you know, it worked out perfectly. It was actually funny. This app, I think it's called Peanut. It's exactly like Tinder for moms. Like, you you actually swipe left or right depending on your common interests. And yeah, you do get matched depending on your geographical locations. So I think back to that time, which was probably one of the more, more difficult times in my life. I really wonder why our healthcare system, our society and our support systems leave new moms to fend for themselves and 100% of attention is given to the baby. How do you expect a mother who's not mentally well or needs support or needs an outlet, how do you expect her to nurture a baby when she's lacking support herself? I'm not saying that our focus should not be the baby, 100% it should, but because we have the statistics to prove that a lot of women have difficulties postpartum, uh, you can look up websites that talk about baby blues and postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And when we have evidence of all of these occurring, there should be more emphasis on providing support to new moms. After having been through this myself with both my kids, I realized that there is a gap. And this is what drove me to create Moms First. Moms First is an online community to nurture moms at their most vulnerable state. I strongly believe that Moms need a heck of a lot more support than we already get. And this is where Moms First came to be. 
Postpartum phase is not easy whether you have support or not. You always need someone to talk to and understand that this is not something you're going through alone. Almost everyone goes through such a phase. I mean, you're battling sleep deprivation, you're physically exhausted, you're healing, you're emotional. You may or may not have a partner who understands and supports, and it's not easy doing this alone. And postpartum doesn't only last two, three months. It can go on for a long time. At Moms First, we provide virtual group calls, and the goal of Moms First is to allow a comfortable space without judgment for moms to share their struggles. It's important for moms to know that the postpartum phase does get better. You do find a new rhythm with your baby, you will find a new way to manage your lifestyle, and you will not lose yourself in becoming a new person. What and who you were before is still there. You will not lose yourself in motherhood. And it's important for moms to know that. I strongly believe that a happy mom makes a good mom. And with virtual group sessions, I hope that mothers will share their struggles and realize that they're not alone in the way they feel. I also believe that a lot of postpartum depression, anxiety, and baby blues can be eased if moms had the adequate support system. It makes a world of a difference to be able to share your concerns. There are a thousand and one things to learn about a new baby, and it's a very, very steep learning curve. And all of this can get very overwhelming, which is exactly why I think support groups are an excellent resource given that you find the right fit for yourself. So don't you think it's time we change the narrative around postpartum? Why do we have so many classes to prepare for birth when in reality that's not the hardest part of parenting? We need a change. We need to normalize postpartum and talk about maternal mental health. Being a woman of color and understanding what I know about my culture, I know that my culture is not the only one that considers postpartum mental health to be a taboo topic. I have lots of friends that felt just as lost as I did. And I don't get why postpartum isn't talked about more often. Moms should not be made to feel like they're alone, especially when they're so fragile in their recovery period. So let's underline the fact that postpartum follow-ups need more attention and not immediately after giving birth, but weeks and months after that because postpartum does not end with the one-month milestone of the baby's birth. I hope you'll join the conversation. You can check out Moms First on Instagram at MomsFirstOfficial and you can follow my journey as I navigate through motherhood at Let's Talk Baby. That's Let's Talk B-A-B-Y-Y. And if you're a mom, then I want to hear about your postpartum journey. Share your story and let other moms know what you might have done differently that they can benefit from. Get in touch with me, share your journey, and let's normalize postpartum mental health. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails. Thank you.